This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Get a Casper mattress and get a great night's sleep. Try it for 100 nights risk-free. Go to casper.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. Get $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. John Ziegler joins us uh, from Mediaite, a conservative talk show host. And uh, uh, he was part of an article in the Business Insider that uh, the, the, the conservatives need to do something about the um, conservative media industrial complex, which I think is an interesting term because it's insinuating it's a conspiracy factory. And I think that's one of the problems that we have is this. I mean, the 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 uh, couple of days ago or maybe it was yesterday, they were um, uh, people in the media were actually holding up the um, uh, National Enquirer as a credible source yet again. Uh, and it, it I mean, it, we have talking got, about their very few triumphs and ignoring everything they've gotten wrong over the years. We have got to um, fix reason in her seat. With that being said, John, I just said to you what you said to me that you are frustrated because you said my children are going to have to live with this election for the rest of their lives because Hillary Clinton is going to appoint members of the Supreme Court. And it wasn't necessary because of those who are taking shots and friendly fire. Well, that is exactly the things that others who are voting for Trump say about me, say about you, John. Very well said. And, and by the way, the, the term media industrial complex, conservative media industrial complex, I believe you probably heard that the first time, well, the last time I was on your show. That's something I've been using for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that uh, Oliver Dossi decided to, to use that because I do think it's an apt description of what uh, really I caused this problem. And to answer, and to more directly answer your, your question, which is an excellent one, because you're right, that is what the other side is saying. And your analysis of the fight over narrative, the fight over the election is pretty much over at this point. Hillary's going to win, unfortunately. We don't know by how much. The fight over the narrative is now just beginning. And this is as, as almost as important a fight as the one over the election. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of the same people, as I say in that article, who created the first false narrative that Donald Trump was a, a Republican who could somehow win, now have a vested interest in another false narrative, which is that it was Glenn Beck or the John Zicklers of the world who somehow caused this, which is just laughable on so many levels. The first is that Donald Trump himself said he doesn't need or want our support. So right there, end of discussion. But here's what, to answer your question as to how this is all going to go down, and I talked about this the last time I was on your show, this is why the margin of defeat is going to be so incredibly important. If he loses by a, a margin a, a worse than, say, John McCain in 2008, there so is no possible... Points. There is no possible way, no possible way for the people on the pro-Trump side of this argument to claim that he ever could possibly have won or that it was the so-called never-Trump Republicans who caused this. That's the first battle here. There must, we must be able to win the argument that this was a mistake that was made in the nominating process, not in the general election, because Donald Trump could never win. And oh, by the way, he was never a Republican either. Let's say it doesn't. Let's say it comes in at four points, three points. Then we're, then we're done. It's over. And that's why I've urged people strategically in certain states to, to vote against Donald Trump if you're a Republican. Because, to me, he must be eradicated. So wait a minute. Like a you're, saying, but 
you're saying that in states where where it should be like Florida. I mean, it should be like Texas, but Texas is close. Um, you're saying where uh, where Hillary is so far ahead, it doesn't matter what your vote does. Look, here's the bottom line. If, if you're somebody who has accepted that Donald Trump is not going to win, which means you're a sane, rational conservative who doesn't believe in massive conspiracies at this point, if you've accepted that, then to me, you ought to be thinking... November 9th. And what world do we want to live in in November 9th? Do we want Donald Trump to still be the lead spokesperson of our movement and our party? Or do we want him eradicated like the cancer that he is? And, the, and the, every vote he gets is a vote to keep him in the process. Every vote against him is a vote to keep, get him out of the process. So to me, that's the way I look at this. You're either voting to keep the cancer or kill the cancer. And, and so because you cannot win. The, Antonin Scalia's uh, Supreme Court spot is gone, folks. It's over. Sorry. It's done. And that, We've lost that. If it was so important to us, we should have elected some, or nominated someone who was going to win. But we didn't do that because it wasn't fun enough. And it wasn't good enough for certain power players within our movement uh, for their ratings and their revenue. So that's what's done is done. I, I, I think this is an incredibly important but difficult problem, as you illustrate, Glenn. To me, the first answer here is we've got to establish that Trump was the wrong nominee. If we don't do that, and if it is close, three or four points, then I don't see the path forward. I really don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't see the path forward because he will disrupt any attempt to make any recovery, and he will ensure Hillary's reelection in 2020 because he's that much of a cancer. That is the bleakest, and yet, <laughs> I believe, most accurate case I have heard for what's coming. Mm-hmm. Because if it is close, it will be that. And he will go into Trump TV and it will, he will be able to whip enough people up into a frenzy. If it is a 10-point spread, an 8-point spread, he won't be able to do that. But what are the odds that it's a 10-point spread, Stu? I mean, it's certainly possible. It's certainly as, at least as likely, if not more likely, than him actually winning. Um, you know, the, the blow, they, I think it was 538 that broke it out into scenarios like blowout the 2008-type election, 2012-type election, a squeaker, and a Trump win. There are five categories, and, and you know... Well, it was a blowout in... Uh, it was a blowout in 2008. And what was that, eight points? Yeah, se- seven and a half, I think. Seven and a half or 7.6, something like that. So... Uh, What's a blowout to you, John? Oh, that's... I, I think, uh, to me, the important level here is 2008. If he does worse... I'm more, I, I think it's more important he does worse in the Electoral College because people look at that map and that number, I think, is important. But secondarily, the popular vote is also important. If he does worse than John McCain in 2008 in both the Electoral College and the popular vote, then I think we've won the argument because I don't think there's any rational way to, to claim that Donald Trump could ever win or that so-called never-Trump Republicans, who are an incredibly small percentage of the population, trust me, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so have, do I. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I, it's amazing how much influence we suddenly have, Glenn, isn't it? I, I mean, know, I know. We couldn't, get, we couldn't get Donald, I mean, we couldn't get Ted Cruz to be the president, but somehow or another, we, can, we without most of the audience, can sway this entire election. It's amazing. It's, it's it absurd. It's, it's, it's a lie is what it is. Let's call it what it is. It's a lie intended to cover the asses of people who got exposed as sellouts and frauds. That's what this is. <laughs> let, let's, Darn let's, that let's, make, let's be very clear. Um, and so to me, the 2008 marker is very important. And I think, I think it's a 50-50 shot at this point. I think electoral college-wise, if I had to bet, I think Trump does worse than McCain did in 2008. Wow. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, that's where we are. 
Are we arguing, though, John, against uh, the market at all? Because it feels like to me, what, what, you know, if we talk about it this way, is it not that people will be rewarded for making these bad choices? And this is what the, li- the left would say about every economic incentive. You know, people will get rewarded for making bad choices. Therefore, we need to do something to control their choices. Yeah, I, I, I address this in the Business Insider article to a, to a degree, and that's, that is the inherent problem, is that our media, because the left controls so much of the mainstream media, our media is far, far more uh, dictated by market forces. Now, there's good and bad to that. The bad is that when you're only dealing with 5 to 10, maybe 20% at most of the population to begin with, you don't have influence over a general election for a president. It's an incredibly minor portion of the voting population. And so these same market forces that are incredibly important for the conservative media are irrelevant in winning presidential elections. So this is an inherent contradiction and a problem i don't have an answer for what i'd like the only answer is if our people are educated enough and open their eyes enough to realize they were duped here and to punish those who duped them i doubt that will happen but that's the only path to correcting this problem as i see it john yesterday i sat with the new york times editorial board and i have absolutely no idea what they'll do what they were thinking or anything else But I met with them. I met with 19 of them. Those meetings are usually between three and 10 people. 19 people came to this meeting. Um, They said that was highly unusual. Um, And I felt what they were looking uh, for uh, was A, who is the, who are the conservatives today? Where does it split? How does it split? Um, uh, There are good guys. They're not all the. They're not really with the Trump people, right? I mean, they're not the 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 alt right, correct? And I and it, they were they were seeking answers. But the other thing, and not just from them, but from many people in the press that I have met with recently, I believe the love affair with Hillary Clinton is over. Oh yeah. And right now, it they're only they're only pushing things away because they're so afraid of Donald Trump. But the yes. minute Trump is out of the way, I think she's going to get the pounding of a lifetime. And, Glenn, that's why I'm so um, agitated and, and passionate about this issue of making sure Trump gets eradicated. Let me, you said I, I, I painted a bleak picture. Let me paint, I paint you a good picture here. Let's say Trump is crushed, all right? And let's say the cancer is mostly eradicated and he fades away, much like Sarah Palin ended up uh, fading away. Uh, the reality here is in 2018, the the Senate map is 100% in our favor. She will be powerless in the last two years of her presidency. And if we get our act together and nominate, let's say, Marco Rubio or, or Scott Walker or somebody like that who's young and, and, can, and can make the argument that she's old news and she's as unpopular as we anticipate with an economy that's going nowhere at best, and we win the presidency in 2020 and Clarence Thomas and Kennedy hang on, we can still save this. This, can, this doesn't have to be over if we get our wits about us and, and stop the insanity. But the first step in this is eradicating the cancer on November 8th and winning this narrative as to what really happened and why we lost this election. That's why it's so incredibly important. You make great points. Thank you very much, John Ziegler. I appreciate your time on the program. Always good talking to you, Glenn. Good talking to you. John Ziegler from uh, Media. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. 
The key to having a great day starts with having a great night's sleep, and I know because I have a Casper mattress. The Casper mattress was invented with two high-tech foams that give you all of the support that you need and guarantee that you get the best night's sleep ever. Time Magazine named Casper Mattress one of the best inventions of 2015. Casper ships for free in a box so small you won't believe it holds the actual mattress, making it simple to get from your front door to your bedroom. And you try it for 100 nights risk-free. They'll come and pick it up if you don't love it as much as I love mine. And they'll refund every single dime. Once you try it, you're never going to want to sleep on anything else. Having a great day by having a great night's sleep. Casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, $50 off the purchase of your mattress at Casper.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Don't forget, $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com slash Glenn. Terms and conditions do apply.